I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. Hey, I uh, just kind of realized that Friday's show is going to come out after the date that, like, intelligence services are saying this is all supposed to happen. First of all, they said it was going to happen on Tuesday. I mean, thank God. It's past Tuesday in uh, Ukraine, right? Oh, but it's it Wednesday past- now, and Wednesday's Wednesday, the day. Yeah. yeah, and they just took out their... Uh, they just did those cyber attacks on them, right? Yes. You'd probably want to do that like the day before. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't like, to, I don't like what this conversation yeah, is Yeah, well, going. so the point is we didn't record this show on Thursday. I have to have time to edit. So um, if any of that's going on, I think our listeners are going to know right away that we didn't predict World War Three instead of talking about, you know, the headlines. Um, right, right. So if that is the case, welcome to our time capsule episode. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have a hell of a hell of a show <laughs> next next oh, week for shit. you. Yeah, as long as there's still internet. Um, hey, oh, you know how they always talk about the grandfather uh, start? You ever heard this parable where it's like the grandfather starts the company, the son runs it and grows it, and then the grandson ruins it? I think I've heard that, yeah, yeah. sort of, yeah. Hey, hey aren't, isn't the greatest generation our grandparents? Oh, so we're ruining the country? Is that where, you're, is that where that's going? Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. I couldn't even hit the button right. <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Welcome to None Taken Headlines Edition. Welcome to our Friday Headlines Roundup Edition, where my good friend Alan wrangles up headlines all week, all over the internet, scrubbing it clean of anything worth headlining, brings them here, and we talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. (laughs) We are your antidote to the mainstream media. Alan. What is up, bud? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Um, we have uh, a lot of a lot of headlines to talk at you this week. A lot of stuff going on out there. So yeah, hopefully as you're uh, hopefully there's a lot of things going off out there, not just one big thing. Yeah, uh, hopefully as your disclaimer uh, stated at the front there, we uh, we don't have worst case scenario by the time we come back to the microphones next week. So fingers crossed and i really only say this because i've never had to plan a podcast topics around uh you know what's going to be important on the other side of a fucking global catastrophe yeah so why don't we talk about that shall we all right let's do it all right first topic in u.s and world is uh everything's going on in ukraine right now um so president biden urged americans to leave ukraine in an interview with nbc last week noting the u.s lester holt yeah lester holt 
uh, he, noting the U.S. would not be able to send troops to evacuate U.S. citizens should Russia invade. So essentially saying, get out now while you can, because we don't know what's going to happen. So um, he's a couple other headlines. Afghanistan. What was that? He's just trying to avoid another Afghanistan. Holt asked yeah. him about that. Did you see that exchange? That was weird, right? Holt asked him about Afghanistan and like what the was it the army's report said. And and he's like, so they said that like they should have had more opportunities and they were asking, what do you say to that? And Biden just goes, no. Pause. Yeah, that was wait, an wait, awkward wait. exchange. So he, he goes, he goes, no. Long pause. Backs up his head in the chair, though. No. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, I should have had it in the sounds. He goes, no. No. <laughs> right. And he asked him, well, do, are you disagreeing with, you know, what's coming out of your own government? He's like, I'm he's saying like, no. And he's like... <laughs> Like so, you yeah. won't say that you disagree. It's like, oh my god, they must fucking hate him. <laughs> it was an awkward, uh, awkward yeah. situation yeah. for sure. Um, so Biden also had an hour long call with Putin on Saturday. Pity, pity. Um, after the U.S. ordered most embassy staff to leave Ukraine, uh, and they actually relocated the embassy from Kiev to Western Ukraine to Lviv, uh, citing a buildup of Russian forces as the reason. Did they tell Lviv? Yeah, they. Ukraine was informed. That was an Israel joke. Oh, got it. Uh, Meanwhile, Russia said some troops will return to their bases after exercises near Ukraine and signaled it is open to further security talks, raising hopes for de-escalation. So, um, knock on wood, we actually start to see that happen, um, and we uh, walk back from the brink of war here. You know, it... I feel like if you want to see one or the other, you can see it, you know, you're like all the chess pieces are there for an invasion. And why would they be there if it wasn't for an invasion? It just kind of, you know, it also makes sense to say that, look, if they wanted to invade, they wouldn't be open to more diplomacy right now. Yeah. I mean, we get into more of it on the sound show, so I don't want to like restate it here. Yeah, that's right. Shame on you for not listening to our Wednesday show. Go back, (laughs) listen to them in order, because obviously they're not both recorded on Tuesday nights. Right, Alan? Right, right. That's not how we would do it. Um, but I, I think that there's there's a way to look at it where Putin definitely has um, some concessions that he's looking for, and he understands or has to understand that there are a lot of p- potential really negative consequences yeah. for Russia if, but, if they oh, do invade. Like we talked about on the end of that show. On the Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. what at the end, Biden was talking about all the financial consequences. They'll, they'll yeah, they'll sanction the shit out of them, but. Isn't that what we've always threatened to do to Russia? They're like, if we prove them with this Mueller investigation, we'll sanction the shit out of them. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we didn't have to say that out loud. Now they fucking hate it. Like, you know, and that's kind of what I was saying about the negotiations. I wish that I would have thought about that then. That, you know, they, you know, it's the same card we always pull. And Russia's like, all right, well, look at you. As soon as you think we're going to go to war, what do you threaten us with? Aha, uh-huh. we won't fight you, but we'll cripple your economy. We know, America, you're going to cripple our economy. Have you met my friends in Iran? We're going to build a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <sighs> Should we move on to the next topic? Yeah. Me? Congress? That yeah. one? Congress passed bipartisan workplace reform legislation yesterday guaranteeing that people who experience sexual harassment at work can seek recourse in court. So this banned forced arbitration. Biden is expected to sign the bill. I think he probably did already no or no i don't know that he has yet okay he's biden's expected to sign the bill it's viewed as a milestone for the me too movement so do you know who gretchen carlson is no so gretchen carlson was a former fox news reporter um she was one of the ones that claimed um there was significant sexual harassment happening in the workplace there 
Um, so she's actually sort of been the driver behind this bill getting written and passed. Um, so what, what she found to her surprise was that she couldn't sue Fox News because there was an arbitration clause in her contract with, with Fox. So she forced couldn't sue arbitration. Directly. Uh-huh. Yeah, forced arbitration, which statistically favors the employer over the employee. It's um, kind of weird to say she discovered that. Like, I mean, she did sign that contract. That's what she claims. She claims she wasn't aware of that. Right. Um, and so she's been the driving force behind getting Does this, that get you uh, out of contracts? I'm sorry? Well, okay, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't mean to be a dick, but, like, you signed that. Like, at some point in your life, it made sense to agree to that. And then when, it, like, something terrible happened to you, don't get me wrong, like, there, I, there should definitely be a clause for sexual harassment. <laughs> like, this part, oh, you can't. Yeah. 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 I mean, so arbitration is something that's been used by a lot of companies, I think, more in the last few decades than prior to that, um, as a way to deal with employee disputes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are a lot of companies that I, I think most companies I've encountered, at least, give you the option to, to opt out of it if you choose to. Um, but they sort of encourage you not to. Mm-hmm. Um, so what this bill does is basically... Um, it, in a sexual harassment, at least, um, environment, uh, you can't um, be forced to go through arbitration. So you can sue in court. Yeah, you can't and say no. You fucking, like, were fucking right. pervert on me. Yeah. Now, they're planning to maybe try to expand this to other areas as well, um, like other forms of discrimination. But at this point, it's limited to sexual harassment. Have to hire more judges if we're going to do that. <laughs> a, I think this <laughs> happens quite a bit. I mean, and so in her case, what she ended up doing was just suing Roger Ailes. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, I think they settled and then he ended up leaving the company. What but, would have happened with arbitration? He would have never left the company. But they well, that's the thing with arbitration. Like... It's sort of kept behind closed doors. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas, a, you know, an actual trial yeah, is Yeah, is I, I suppose I, that's the part I care the most about is that, right. there, you know, there is public feedback, especially if you're a publicly traded company. Definitely. Yeah. All right, next topic. Your turn. Um, so, again, we covered a lot of this in the Wednesday show, but I left a couple of headlines in here that I don't think we necessarily touched on. Yeah, I was just playing audio. We don't. When I play things on the Wednesday show, I, I never think, well, that covered everything. I just want to play my agenda. <laughs> right. So, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act to address blockades and occupations tied to weeks-long protests against Canadian COVID-19 restrictions. Um so that, that act essentially allows him to do a number of things that sort of bypass normal legal routes. Um, so things like uh, freezing people's personal assets, their bank accounts, um, suspending their insurance, um, things like that, which normally would have to have a warrant or a court order to do. Now you can just sort of flip a switch and do. Does so, the uh, like poor young person in you here suspended your insurance and be like, fuck you, I don't pay it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> also don't have my registration. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, I saw you put on Twitter, somebody asked, like, what's a thing that you don't have to do anymore because you're actually financially stable? And it was like, pay my registration on time. Yeah, yeah. it was always yeah, a thing. That. It was like an extra remember... 600 bucks because California fucks you. You know how much it is in Tennessee? How much? $75. Wow. I know Flat in Washington fee. State, it's really cheap, too. Yeah. California is, yeah, super expensive. Flat fee, though. It's like, yeah, we need money to register your car. 75 bucks. That's not bad at all. It's also reasonable. Why would it be different if you have a fucking sports car? Oh, it's more expensive. Like, <laughs> I thought I already paid tax when I bought it. Yeah. Okay, go on. All right. Uh, trucker protests against Canadian... all rustled over here. Uh, you're, 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 Join Jimmy's these truckers now. Today. Yeah. 
Uh, protests against Canadian COVID-19 restrictions forced Toyota and Ford to suspend production at some plants as the Freedom Convoy blocked a key bridge at the U.S.-Canada border holding up Canada-bound Canada auto parts. I, that's um, the bridge that I would use to come back after I'd go to the strip clubs in, um, what's the name of that city? What's on the other side of Detroit? Uh, oh, I know it. It's, uh, God damn it. It's Ontario. Ontario. Yeah, in okay. Ontario. There's the, were the strip clubs cheaper over there? Or there's no, better quality? No, much or? better quality, yes. And nice. um, they have a $2 coin that looks like a 25-cent coin in the U.S., Mm-hmm. And some artists can pick them up from your mouth, and they get really <laughs> mad when they find out it's a quarter. I never did that, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> wow, that is uh you know what? Again, it's an impressive facts, trick, right? Fun facts you'll only hear on None Taken. Folks. That's true. Um, I, you can probably hear that somewhere else. Oh, the city was Windsor. Windsor, okay. Uh, Windsor, uh, the busiest. U.S. Canada border crossing re- reopened uh, recently, uh, last couple days, after police cleared a key bridge uh, blocked by protesters for nearly a week following a court order on Friday. So that that bridge that was blocking access is it's been cleared now. Nice. I mean, you know, good for commerce. Um, yeah. To, you know, to be fair, I think these guys have made their point too, though. Like, even if they don't get anything, if they suffer personally and they don't directly get everything they're asking for, I think that they've reached more public opinion than they ever could have by just tolerating this and asking politely. I think you're right about that. I mean, I think the I mean, hopefully the governments will think twice now. now, right? Like, that's all. I'm not saying, like, they're 100% right and everything that they want was always tyranny. I don't, I don't know. I have a more nuanced opinion than that. But the... Going forward, I think governments will be more hesitant to enact these things that they can't extract themselves from. Although, as we proved in that clip on Wednesday, uh, Trudeau couldn't even admit when he'd be done with his restrictions. They were asking him directly how they were going to be presented to Parliament. And he's like, well, let me talk about this because I don't have an answer for that. eh?" (laughs) So I think statutorily he has a week to do it. Um, I think there are some things with the calendar with parliament there that yeah. that might be give him some extra time but yeah that sounds like you're being very kind to something that sounds very manipulative but yeah because he could have done it four days ago it's already true. being wound down they cleared the bridge yep that's true i think i said that on the show like by the time he, he actually presents it to parliament it probably won't even be necessary it'd be over so he's taking these additional powers on top of when it's necessary it's like covid's over we just need to make sure everyone stays inside for two more weeks like uh, that's extreme, man. Like, I mean, literally, they are clearing off bridges. And then he's like, nah, we want to be able to, like, shut down bank accounts. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Am I, <laughs> am I unreasonable? I don't want to sound like a like a, like an extreme right winger. No, I, I think, think on this subject, I am identifying with something that I feel like, dude, it's, that's the part of me that grew up like you, punk rock, hate you, fuck the government. You know, like, like don't tell me what to do, man. And I think that at this point... There's enough people there that are, still feel like they're being told what to do, out outside of what they and they, what um, what what they feel is appropriate and constitutional. No, I totally get that. Uh, yeah, well, authority. As I said, they've made their point. I think they have, um, and I think you have as well. Yeah, I thank you, Alan. Otherwise, I'll keep talking in circles. <laughs> And I'm just going to have to do more editing. Uh, is it, it's your headline. Okay. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, 
criticized the Republican National Committee's censorship of, of Representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for participating in the House investigation into January 6th Capitol attack, saying it is not not the job of the RNC to single out mother <laughs> to single out mum <laughs> mother. It made me think of Mike Pence how he calls his wife mother. Hmm. Uh, to single out members of the party who have differing views. It's not the role of the RNC to do that. Is this what you I, expected to hear? Not from Mitch McConnell, no. Although, man, this guy just, I cannot predict which side McConnell's going to come out on. I mean, sometimes it seems like in the moment he um, he kind of can see clearly and actually says something that makes sense. And then well, he, everything that, every decision he makes is for power for power's sake. Uh, so he must recognize what me and you probably instinctively feel is if the Republicans want to do that, they're only being divisive within themselves. And, you know, going to that extreme is too far for his opinion of keeping the party in power. I Yes, I think that's probably what he sees. They're eating their own, yeah. and he doesn't Just like, like to the see Democrats that. do. Right. He's that's, like, hey, yeah. man, this, this is what the Democrats do. Turtles eat <laughs> leaves. All right? Be like me. <laughs> I don't know why he turned into Bill Clinton. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thanks. Uh, All right. Your turn. The accounting firm Mazers USA. Mazars. Why do you Mazars. say everything wrong? <laughs> Bengals. What? I say everything wrong? Why do you say Juan? Uh, wolf. Wolf, um, Juan. Um, that's it. You don't say everything wrong. The accounting firm Mazars. Do you feel better? Sure. Uh, cut oh, ties with the Trump organization bad. last week uh, and advised its former client that its financial statements from... T- 2011 to 2020 should no longer be relied upon. What does that mean? So essentially, uh, an accounting firm has a responsibility to produce accurate accounting. However, the I guess what they're what they're purporting here is that the output is only as good as the input, and they say they no longer trust the data that they receive from the Trump Organization to. Uh, do their taxes, etc., uh, and that nobody else should either. Uh, so, any bank what? or government or anybody, like you know, yeah, we did that, but we don't really think it's valid anymore because we're not okay. Confident. What's the spin on this? We're not confident that the data we got was um, was accurate, and so we, we know because he would it. lie to inflate his assets for one situation right. and deflate if it was beneficial for others, right? Yeah, yeah. And so essentially, like, what did he tell us? What is it truthful? I mean, it was obviously in their best interest to just take whatever he told them, right? Yeah. Um, so they are no they're longer accomplices. Going, yeah, they're no longer going to. Um, are they work being for the Trump treated like accomplices by uh, the DOJ? No, not at this point. But they do cite uh, some of the um, the work that, like Letitia James's office, the AG in, in New York, has done as part of the reason for them doing this. Wow! Um, so watch this channel for more news later on that one, right? Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, officials confirmed that. Okay, this is a complex story. Officials confirmed that Russia Russian Olympic figure skater Camilla Camilla Valieva. I've never heard it said. I think it's Valieva. It sounds right. Oh, I just say it, it, like just say it from name. my chest, right? Camilla Valieva t- uh, tested. She's 15, tested positive for a banned substance in December, jeopardizing a team event and gold medal. Um, an urgent hearing will be determined. What, excuse me. An, an urgent hearing will determine her eligibility to compete. So um, 
guess what? Next... Yeah, and guess <laughs> what? Uh, court cleared Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva to compete in the Winter Olympics despite a failed drug test in December. They also, the IOC, a uh, totally reputable organization, like right next to the Catholic Church, <laughs> the IOC said it will not hold medal ceremonies for events where she places in the top three, though. So it's totally legitimate. Hey, remember that? Like, Icarus? What? Yes, actually. Okay, talk about that first. So there was a documentary on Netflix, I Still think, there. Icarus, where um, in it was detailed the, the Russian doping program around the Olympics by the guy who basically ran it, who was the head of it. And he was um, ba- barely able to get out of the country. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, he's in, like, witness protection program yeah. somewhere now. Um, so, yeah, there. this has been an ongoing and, and known thing. That's why, by the way, when you see Russians um, – competing in the olympics they don't say russia it says like roc yeah we run in this rap shit yeah they had to create like the russian olympic committee because russia wasn't allowed to compete any longer um no what i was gonna say was who's that chick that was like a really fast sprinter but she smoked pot and they were like can't have that in the olympics uh she's from oregon yeah so this is um this is like drugs that make you better at sports though right yeah what the, the way, fuck, so, man? So they're like, no, 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 cheating's fine. Smoking weed is a personal matter that we find disgusting and we don't want you around. That's basically what that's saying, right? Yeah, pretty ridiculous. Um, like, you're the, not a human. This one, oh, it's cheating, that's fine. But, like, you're less than, like, the, like, human requirements to be here, you scumbag. Your disgusting personal habits. It's it's quite ridiculous. What do you eat, peanuts, shell, and hall? <laughs> kind of other habits do you have? Take off your feet on an airplane. She claims that uh, she was, it was an accident. She took like something like it was supposed to be for her grandfather oh, yeah. or something. Hey, remember um, when that horse got caught doing steroids that won the Kentucky Derby? Oh, yeah. Do you remember what the trainer's excuse was? I don't recall now. Um, she had been pissing, I think, on the hay and then eating the hay, and that piss had like a higher concentration of it or something like that. Oh, my God. Some weird shit. Uh, and it was clearly she's being fed like what to say from the Russian, whatever Olympic, uh, yeah, t- team there. Oh yeah, so, that's true. Well, what did she this say? Poor I didn't girl was fifteen years old. Like she doesn't know what they're what she's being <sighs> given. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She's kind of caught in between it as well. The whole I thing mean, sucks. it's safe to presume that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just all disgusting. And it's not to be forgotten that the point of that Icarus movie was that um, Russia, like. Not not every country is like us. We're like, oh, the Olympics. All right. Well, I hope our athletes do well. Yay. Oh, they're like, all about it. There's a lot of countries where it, there's a lot of national pride by it. And the nationalism drummed up by Russia winning the Olympics and making sure they won the Olympics by having a doping program in 2014 mm-hmm. led directly to their invasion of Crimea in 2014. That's right. Okay. Your turn. All right. Next headline. So Texas health officials released new data showing that abortions fell by 60% in the first month under the state's new law that bans most abortions. I have a question. Okay. 60%? Like, didn't they ban the abortions? Like, so uh, most abortions, so is 40% the part that isn't most? Because it sounds like you can't get an abortion, so how would it not be, like, almost 100%? 60 seems low. You can't at a certain... um, viability stage right so it's it's really early but yeah there are still abortions being performed people just getting checked all the time and making sure they get them in early huh 
I guess you just right. got to take a test. Every That's the moral re- way because it's not a person then, right? Jesus. I can't even follow all the loops. I can't either. I don't really, I don't really have any commentary on that. No, t- that it's interesting. That I saw that stat too. Yeah. I oh, I saw it here because I saw the headline. <laughs> <laughs> a California regulatory agency filed a lawsuit against Tesla last week, alleging systemic racial discrimination at its factory in Fremont. Tesla called, called the lawsuit misguided this is the second one of these right or is this just follow-up from the first one so the first one was an individual uh-huh. person um oh that the was regulatory agency is doing it now. yeah hmm. so this is department of fair employment and did housing. they settle with that person they did settle with that person okay. um so yeah the, the department of fair employment and housing is now suing them saying that they have evidence that tesla's fremont factory is a racially segregated workplace where black workers are subjected to racial slurs and discriminated against in job assignments, discipline, pay, and promotion, creating a hostile work environment. How are those things dis- like determined? Like, uh, is there's it a like lot if, of examples of. Um, is it really like that? Like, that's insane to think that it would happen these days. I don't know. I mean, like Tesla's, in Fremont, California, too. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Tesla said that. Uh, with the first lawsuit came out and said, "Look, yeah, we had some maybe some things were happening, but that was years ago, and it's not like that anymore." And then I also um, heard that. Um, anytime that like that N word was used there, it was by another black person. Like, and they're like, "Yeah, but I'm just saying you didn't tell him not to say it." Like, yeah, that was you, kind of his I think point. You heard that? You heard that on the show? Because I think I said that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I brought that this, fact. It was a this is a, this is actually alleges far worse um, things. Oh, than really? Alleged. Oh, so yeah. they found? Okay, so more 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 shit has come to light. More shit has come to light, wow. man. Wow. Um, so, um, people being baited by racial slurs and then when they, yeah. And then when they retaliate, then they're the ones that are, um, sort of written up for, you know, doesn't that just uh, sound like somebody got in trouble for acting like a fool and they were like, well, I did it because he said that. So what happens is you grow up and it turns out that you can use that as an excuse. As a kid, they told us not to say that. (laughs) There are a lot of heavy allegations here. So, I mean, we'll see where it goes. I'm sympathetic of the victims that went through something like that, especially the way that that sounds. But I can, you know, also make jokes. We'll see where it goes. Lighthearted show. Indeed. Indeed. A federal judge said he will dismiss Sarah Palin's libel case against the New York Times, citing a failure to show the Times acted out of malice when it published a 2017 editorial wrongly linking her political activities to a 2011 Arizona mass shooting. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but there was basically a, there was like a flyer that the Palin campaign had created and it showed like crosshairs on certain counties in, um, in was Alaska, right? Arizona. Right. Um, And so the, the one of them, one of them was the like district of that Congresswoman that was shot. Right, oh, and so geez. the editorial alleged that that was done on purpose, and but that it's was an the editorial. People get bent out of shape out of editorials all the time. Like it's an editorial. Well, the thing is, the Times like immediately corrected. I think the same day the okay. editorial was up, they cool. corrected it. The person who wrote it apologized and is no longer with the Times. Primarily, all right, what more do you want then? Yeah. Um, so what the judge oh said was because it, they're saying they got a political message out through their right. newspaper. Right. So the judge said they just didn't they, they didn't really show that there was actual malice there, which has to be proven um, in this sort of case. And so he's throwing the case out. Um, man, I don't feel like I know enough about that to know whether that was the right decision or not. But off what I just heard, it seems like, yeah, it's not much of a case. 
but yeah. I hate to see because that that is the way that you they could use that power, right? Like they have a lot of eyeballs that look at them. They can be wrong, and then just say oopsies, and that can cause you know a huge impact on someone's political campaign. I mean, in this case, this woman, like, if we needed another reason and not like John McCain, just Sarah Palin's a thing because of him. He's doing. This is what Biden's doing with his, you know, needing to, you know, pick the gender and skin color of, you know, the next justice. Yeah, it's just it's pandering, right? Doesn't it seem like, like I would, I would. Yeah, never mind. We've covered. By the way, shouldn't we have that pick already? Like it's already been a week or two. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it, but um. Okay, I had halftime here. Do you feel like it's too early, or you think think it's a great time for half? Drive safe. All right. Cheers. See you on the B side. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. (laughs) In the canyons of your mind, I will wander through your brain. To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again um, Across the mountains I, I kind of had a thought earlier Tell me if this sounds stupid um, I had a thought and it's just like I don't, I've never tried to express the idea that came with it when the phrase came to mind I've just kind of had the phrase in mind and I figured if I talked about it on the show maybe express itself um, so the phrase that came to mind is courage is for fools interesting so do, can you see what I mean at all there so that courage implies that you're doing something that's uh, heroic or putting yourself in danger yeah like cause. putting your neck on the line yeah but if, so you're saying it's for fools because if you actually evaluated the uh, situation Maybe you'd make a better decision that was more. Yeah, partially that. Like, I just feel like history is so full of moments where there's these movements and the leaders of the movements are like, don't worry, because they'll never stop us all. It's like they don't. They don't ever have to stop you all. They pick off your leaders until your movement loses momentum and then it's over with. And and it just makes me realize that, like, this does not mean don't be brave, but like what you should aspire for are systems where you don't need to be courageous to be effective like it's not necessary to be so bold and i feel like that's what like blockchain and um no i think i've heard people maybe like matt taibbi say that he thinks things like blockchain enable um because it's public and it enables a transaction to happen between people without um like all the drama that might be there because it's just like a pure expression. Right. Right. It's not influenced by politics or uh, it's just, you know, like when Connor was on and he was like, you, uh, you, if you buy a t-shirt, you spend 40 bucks on it, but it was really maybe only worth 15 bucks at the time. You know, you, you decided to do it and it made sense at the time. And later, even if you regret it, it, you still weren't irrational when you made the decision. Just at that moment, it made sense. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, like those, like when you're at a concert and you're like four beers in and you buy a yeah. forty dollar t shirt right. like that, right, 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 yeah. right. Um, <laughs> but so in that way, like courage is for fools doesn't mean like don't do it, but it just means like we we shouldn't like hope to have to, right? Like, and you know, we write all these stories about like the hero's journey where they go through that moment, and it sort of probably says a lot about like the human condition and like the lack of it being like a dominant driver and that like when you can, you need to be inspired to be brave, but like, that's all fine. But just like, we should just be able to express ourselves in places, not necessarily anonymous, but uh, in a way where it is free of drama of, um, of, of other out of other compounding factors. Like I said, with that um, t-shirt decision, like it's just why it was rational to you at that time. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Is How do we like, get more? Is it part like of the that? problem with with social media currently the fact that that people want to express that courage yeah. online and just they they go completely like scorched earth. Uh, when it's not even called for because that's just how you because why not how you like, win fuck it you're online yeah 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 and that person got to that like position of you hearing them by tearing apart you know ten thousand people in a row until enough eyeballs were on them yeah yeah that's toxic it's so toxic and that's i think that's what you're trying to say it maybe. is yeah yeah, yeah okay. how, so how like so what systems what systems encourage encourage what i'm trying to say there hmm like well i think that so face to face or or at least at least um situations where you're uh, um held accountable for uh-huh. your actions and i mean how right. accountable socially so you, and- it's tempting to say like anonymity is what you want but but really like knowing who the person is but but it would take that being incentivized for those companies to do that because for now they get plenty incentive by people being bad actors and hiding their identities. Right. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm still thinking about that. Did that sound silly? No, I think sometimes we try to workshop some things and try to figure out where, like what the big idea is there. I mean, don't worry. There's definitely something there. I've got a silly one. You want to hear a silly one and we get into our econ. I like silly ones. It's a real just asking questions. Uh, our vision boards, you remember vision boards, Alan, you ever, you ever seen one of these? I think so. Where people like put pictures of things that they want to achieve in right. life and they use the secret to attain it. <laughs> right. Yes. Our vision boards, just a pyramid scheme created by big magazine and the scissor and glue stick cartel. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So, so is Pinterest the new vision board? Like, oh, is that totally. the digital yeah. vision board? Yeah, but okay. then everyone could. Well, you want people to see it because then you're like, fuck, I told everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got to get that boat. Put a picture mm. of a boat on there. Is that is that your. No, but boats your, are very um, attainable. Uh, no, I'm not in my 40s yet, as you I was just going to. Yeah. I need a whole other hemisphere. <laughs> oh, man, I gave away the punch. Listeners, you got you to listen to the Wednesday show. Yep. They'll understand all that. Um, I don't care who went last. Alan, go first. I don't want to read Okay. So moving into our econ chunk, the consumer price index increased 7.5% in January from a year ago. Is that good? But, no, it's not oh, good. Shit. Above expectations of 7.2%. They expected marking, bad. <laughs> marking the highest annual rate of inflation since 1982. I love Every that time they're I like, see this a- is supposed to be bad. What the fuck? 
They expected 7.2. That's such a bad thing. I can't believe I'm alive for this. What the hell? And they're like, whoa, it went way past it. <laughs> Every time there's a uh, inflation headline, obviously I, I keep it in the in the show. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because so, it, it keeps me from telling you it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that smart. happened, folks. Yeah. We'll so see. what Alan is saying as a retail manager, you know how to do a tour when the regional vice president comes in, uh, in such a way that they never see the things you don't want them to see, and he right. knows to like just kind of throw out those like <laughs> odds and ends that can be nitpicked, but they're not a big deal to him. Because like, if you right. look over here, and the and the manager will see a huge flaw, but it's like nothing that they really you know eat right, you apart. Right. For. He'll steer you away from the pillow section being a mess, Alan. The pillow section is all disarray. Nothing to see here. Let's move along. Check out the sheets. Um, The U.S. suspended imports of Mexican avocados, avocados from Mexico, after a U.S. plant safety inspector received a threat tied to a cartel turf war. Alan, I've read so many stories on this, and every time I'm like, and now part of it is because I've been watching Narcos, um, part of it is, so we just were like, no more avocados. You're calling in threats on a plant safety inspector. It's because they're putting drugs in them boxes, right? <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I, it's funny because there was an ad for this during the Super Bowl for Mexican avocados. And I, when I saw it, I think I texted you. I was like, dude, I think we just like stopped. Uh, we, you know, we, that was probably the cartel trying to drive up demand and get, you know, call your congressman, demand Mexican avocados back. So do you, I don't know if you knew this. I didn't, I wasn't aware of this. I, in researching this story, <laughs> big avocado, um, I found that Mexican avocados or, or Mexican avocado producers have been buying Super Bowl ads for like the last decade. Do you, do you, I've seen, like- yeah, I actually have seen one before. Yeah. Cause I remember thinking they should do one where, do you remember that cat that said I can has cheeseburger? Yes. I always wanted him to do I can Haas avocado. Ah, because that's like the H A A S avocado, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously the ad was purchased before this happened. Um, so yeah, there was a threat. So where most of this happens in is what where the Jalisco cartel, I guess, has a lot okay. of influence. Yeah. And so there have been incidents before. In fact, a, a Mexican. I'm sorry, tacos Jalisco off La Brea is amazing. Ah, nice. Uh, a, a Mexican worker for so we have. We have a, a place where we inspect all the avocados that come in from Mexico before they come to the States because we have our own avocado industry here. And the concern is that they would bring, you know, diseases or bugs or whatever that might take out our crops. Um, right. So, they're bringing all the worst diseases, the rapist sure. diseases. Uh, the you gangsters. Know. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the gangster there. avocados. Yeah. Um, so an actual a worker at this at one of these inspection sites, a Mexican worker, was actually killed by um, an avocado. Activity. Oh, some a year or two ago, I want to say, uh, kind of wrong place, wrong time kind of thing, where they thought maybe he was a cop or something. Anyway, so the U.S. takes these threats very seriously um, and has told the Mexican government you know, prior to this that if something like this happened, they would suspend um, imports. Um, like, so this, because we've set the precedent that said... If you, you know, kill if some, another it, person again. Yeah, we're out. Um, so I don't, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Just ask you a question? Yeah. Is guacamole overrated? I mean, no. I, Natasha I, makes. I like guacamole. guacamole. It's not overrated. I'm not going to hear you on this. Really? What don't you like about it's it? It's fine. No, I, I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying like I don't think I should spend like five bucks more to have it on my burrito. It's not like that much better. That's too much more to pay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Although okay. avocados are expensive, and now they're going to be more expensive. Thanks, Joe Biden. 
Um, Indeed. If I if All I right. say I don't mean that, will I ruin the joke? Yeah, I just move on, I think. Uh, the U.S. suspended imports of Mexican avocados. Oh. Okay. The Justice Department. <laughs> I'll read what you put in front of me. The Justice Department announced that it sees $3.6 billion in stolen Bitcoin, its largest ever financial seizure, tied to the 2016 hack of the crypto exchange Bitfinex. Uh, authorities also detained a couple in New York. This is my favorite part. Um, mm-hmm. Authorities also detained a couple in New York City for alleged conspiracy to launder the proceeds. Alan, what? <laughs> so these are the people with the rap videos. Yeah, they were like the lady, island boys, but less talented. Yeah, this lady was pretty eccentric. Um, so, so obviously, we, we talked. We just talked actually about how the blockchain works and everything's public and you can see it, right? Yeah. And so this money, which was stolen uh, back in 2016, um, everybody's sort of been watching it like, well, because clearly somebody's going to have to move it, like if they're going to actually take it out, right? Um, or sell it or do whatever they're oh, doing. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the space has been washed and it's just been sort of sitting there. So it's like if like if a, a bank robber robbed a bank, but the van was just sitting outside right. the bank with they're all like, the money Well, we just got to watch the van move. Right, right. So this couple allegedly um like did like a whole bunch of transactions on the blockchain trying to sort of make it difficult to tell where the money was actually going but it was going to accounts that they owned or their businesses that they um owned owned and so it was relatively easy i guess for the authorities to figure it out you would think easier than like normal accounts sure sure when they when they when they arrested them they found like all kinds of like crazy spy shit in their in their house. Like they had books with sections cut out where they could hide like money or passports huh. or stuff. They had, um, I think they had fake passports and things like that. They had a bunch of cash. Who are these people? They had burner phones within bags marked burner phone. Oh, that's smart. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> that way you it don't feels... put them in the good phone bag. You you could imagine right. mix up. I don't. It feels like they were playing like spy. I don't know if they actually were. It seems like some of the stuff they did is a little bit too obvious, but an interesting story. Wait, in what way? Like as like actual spy? Like from I don't Russia? think they were spies. No. no. Uh, so the husband was born in Russia, but has <gasps> been in the U.S. since he was like six years old or something like that. Oh, I've seen um, the Americans. <laughs> I definitely think this would make a good uh, mini series for television. Oh, it's already yeah. in the works. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So interesting story. I, yeah. Okay. I could just imagine how much they're gonna make off of it somehow. Yeah, for they sure. They just seem like the type, right? Yeah. Have you definitely. seen the videos? I saw the rap, the one rap. Yeah. Video, yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, your turn? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. Apple unveiled a new tap to buy feature that will enable, enable people to buy goods by tapping iPhones together, effectively turning weird. iPhones into point of sale terminals. Oh, that I mean, makes sense. You can always, you can already sort of. You don't of, have to tap to do it. That's so silly. You can already sort of like do that with Venmo, I guess. Yeah. What but, do you mean? So, so wait, is actually, there some rule where it's like, no, something has to touch it for it to be a point of sale terminal? Like, no, actually, the cool thing about this is that, so if you remember, what was it, Square or, there was a there was an attachment you could get for your yeah, iPhone that would enable right. you to swipe credit so cards, this right? this gets rid of that, but it this makes gets you rid of that bypasses it. It's basically, right? it's basically built in. Um, not only can you use like Apple Pay or whatever from another phone, but you can also the contactless credit card, you know, like your debit card, you just have to touch the terminal with. Do you have one of those? Yeah. I think everybody does now. 
um, you, it also accepts that. So you can just like touch your. So this will go too. through their financing somehow, though, right? Like oh, yeah. they're going to make 1% or something. They'll and, make some money off yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can actually just touch your, your contactless credit card to the phone and it will accept that as well. So this, this is going to be like their main source of income in like 10 years. The article I read. Because um, people aren't buying phones. The article I read said that currently the amount of money they make off of um, like Apple Pay is very minimal compared to their sure. overall. Um, Sure, but they're profits. a long like they're they're like this will win over time or at least be um yeah, a more desirable desirable option as time goes on. Well, and essentially it's just free money. Like they don't really have the ones exactly. that are completely there. passive, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. maintenance and servers and shit. Uh yeah. speaking of which Texas sued Meta, formerly Facebook. We have to keep saying that. Uh, over its use of facial recognition technology. So that's when it scours the web and looks for pornography where women, ha- <laughs> right? No, no. Oh, it's like AI that Meta used to look for facials, alleging <laughs> it illegally collected biometric data without consent. Huh. So, I mean, I don't use Facebook really anymore, but Brad. if you recall, I, don't, I guess it doesn't work anymore. I don't know. If, but if you recall, when you would put a picture up, let's it say would it would automatically you, put a square around people's faces, right? And it was it would actually put their name, like right. it would just populate yes, that right. all yeah. by itself. Um, and that could happen even for people that weren't Facebook users and hadn't like opted into this system. There was already a lawsuit from another state, I want to say Illinois, um, which Facebook settled for uh, I don't know untold millions of dollars, um, um, because for the same exact reason. So now Texas is doing the same lawsuit. Um, you know, because Texas has a law on the books that says, you know, you can't just steal people's identity. And this is like, this is worse than a social security number, right? You can get your social security number changed if you're hacked right, or whatever. That's your face, sir. That's your face. You can't really do anything about that. So I, I think, I mean, Facebook is, doesn't do this anymore. They've, they've taken down that technology. Um, but they, I think they way overstepped their bounds when they, when they initially launched it. Yeah, and everybody loved it. I don't have to search for everybody in these pictures. Oh my right. gosh! But nobody tag, thought tag, about tag, the consequences tag, tag. of what nope, that means. Uh, wasn't there a story about the uh, 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 who are the people that take my money? The IRS using facial recognition software. Was that last week, or did we cut it from the show? Didn't they like have to suspend using? Oh no, they were using a third-party service to identify people. Um, so you had to. In fact, I actually had to do it recently. Uh, for some tax stuff where you had to like upload a picture of your ID and do all this stuff, jump through all these hoops just so that you could prove that you are you so that you could then interact with I- the IRS. Yeah. And so they've now stopped doing to make sure you don't go to prison for making a mistake. Right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> or right. God forbid, get your money back that you deserve. Like, ah, okay. Uh, moving on to the, how do we call it? Alan? The COVID chunk. Your turn. So the FDA authorized the new Eli Lilly monoclonal antibody treatment. How'd you get through all those words? Wow. Eli Lilly monoclonal antibody. Ooh, I did it too. That's fun. (laughs) I'm going to be doing that all day tomorrow. (laughs) For people with mild to moderate COVID-19 who are at high risk of severe illness. That's still a thing? Yeah. the treatment. COVID-19 is still around? Still around. I'm not. 2,000 people a day are still dying, right? Something like that. That's yeah. a lot. The treatment notably retains activity against the Omicron variant. So that's the key thing, I think, in that sentence. So some other treatments have 
uh, shown to not be effective against Omicron and basically have been taken off the market. So this this therapy apparently still works against the variant, and so it's um, that's it's weird. Did they get like better blood to start with? They get that you know, Omicron rich blood. Perhaps it's a more recent. Because um, that's that's treatment. how you get the monoclonal yeah. antibodies is from blood donors, right? That's right. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Pfizer. Postponed a request for FDA authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine for use in kids under five years old, saying it will wait for data on a third dose. I love this story, like reading through it. I read this one before. (laughs) Forgive my bad reading this time. Poor reading this time. Um, But like you're like, oh, like, look at this. The FDA, uh, Pfizer is actually saying, hey, FDA, maybe we don't need to send this one out. Like, maybe it's not timed right. Like, maybe it's not necessary anymore under Omicron. It's kids. Like, let's just think it over. And then they're like, because what we really think we need to do is one more dose. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean you watch Crime of the Century? It's the same thing in Dope Sick, where they're like, you're right. This drug's not working. We should just give you more. Yeah, just take a hundred of them. It'll be fine. I know it's not Um, the same thing. I know it's not the same thing, but fuck you that's the same fucking thing (laughs) (laughs) so yeah what they what they said to the fda was there actually uh, are seeing a number of cases in that age range and they're gonna have more data on the efficacy of a potential third dose by april and so they want to hold off until they have that data since it's not that far out why would you and why would you give them three when you sell why would you give them two when you sell them three yeah sure the government's paying for it anyways well, I mean, if it's if it's truly more effective, then it's truly more effective. We're fine with that. Something tells me that once this is all kind of not a problem anymore, it, it, whatever it is, is going to be what's truly more effective. I, don't, I think we're living with it, and there may be yearly flare-ups. And in that case, maybe it's worth having a conversation. But I don't know that we need to be proactively giving people vaccines for it. And, and again, not any vaccines for it, these ones. The ones that four months later were like, Turns out they're not so good anymore four months later. But, like, by all means, give it to a kid and tell them it's for life. Like, But it's not. It's three doses, and then it'll be four. And it's like, maybe we could just wait until there's a big fucking problem again or we think a big fucking problem. Because maybe there will be an argument to be made for getting in front of it. I mean, we have vaccines now. We didn't have those back then. That That's why they did lockdowns was because they're like, fuck, we don't have a vaccine for this. So they should have no problem, like staying the fuck out of our lives. They shouldn't have to enforce it. Most people probably want to get it. You know, take yourself back to April of last year. If there was one that you knew worked, you'd gladly took it, right? Yes. So yes. that's and- probably what will happen in the future. Some people get in the way of that. And, you know, maybe they'll be like, I can't read the future. Maybe there'll be a good reason to, but I don't expect this to be a problem. To your point, the next headline, New York, Illinois, and Massachusetts announced plans to end broad indoor mask mandates. Only joining- women? <laughs> <laughs> joining a growing list of states lifting similar rules, uh, though some will still require masks in certain settings like schools or public transit. For- I saw an interview today. Was it with Fauci? I don't know. I think it was might have been Fauci, where the interviewer, the reporter asked, I don't understand. Like, if we're going to say masks, masks aren't required um, indoors, why are we not lifting it in schools? And, you know, I'm not going to say it was Fauci because I'm not sure. I, I did watch a Fauci interview, but I watched a lot of interviews today. Um, the the person said, well, couldn't really answer that question very well and just said, well, you know, those those states and cities are doing what they think is best based on current available 
you know, scientific information. Wasn't that the know. president? That was the president. Lester Holt asked him something like that. Um, I don't recall it being the president. I think I would have remembered that maybe, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, so, so if it's not effective or not necessary for everybody else, why would it, why would it be required in schools? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I don't understand. Right. And then, but like, man. and like they built their credibility saying that they're following the science and then they say something really dumb and intuitively not smart. Like you, you <laughs> don't intuitively not smart. You, like you don't have to like look up anything to know that what they're saying is false. And they're it just like, doesn't make sense on the face. And of it, they're right? like, but we're the party of science. It's like, Hey, like, I don't want to be mad at you about this. Why are you doing this so bad? <laughs> like you've given I, me only two options. The first one ran this poorly and you're embarrassingly ignorant. Yeah. I, or I, arrogant I too. Like yeah. this one doesn't make sense to me. I don't, if, if you're not going to require it in indoor settings generally, then why require it in a school? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, I don't know. True. Can't it, your logic is flawless cup. <laughs> All right, moving on to tech. Uh, tech chunk. Oh, did I get it? You did. That's pretty weird. Okay. Uh, European scientists at a UK-based facility achieved a new look. A new. <laughs> you can't put these two words next to each other. <laughs> Eleven oh two. Okay, I got this. European scientists at a UK-based facility achieved a new nuclear fusion energy record by gen i just made it through the hard words they achieved a new fusion energy record by generating 59 megajoules of sustained energy over five seconds that's a long fucking time actually yeah i included this because we just talked about right. this recently right um Incremental. and it feels like there's progress happening like every other week um here um so yeah this is cool i mean reason so to whole- get excited I think so. I mean, I think the most recent one we talked about was like maybe a couple of milliseconds. Yeah, like I, that's is, what I'm saying. This is a long time. Like, I mean, at some point, time. these things start to grow like exponentially. So, it was a like, tipping point, and the and the leaps are closer together and much farther advancements each time. So, fingers crossed. Or also, maybe hey, that'll end a, a global war real quick. What if this just makes a little black hole wherever they're working on this? It's always a possibility, Alan. You don't know that that's not possible. Uh, Can't tell me it's actually, not possible. They actually thought about it before they started doing these oh, experiments. So, they, so yeah, they it's, definitely, it it's definitely possible. Yeah, but they figured it's, it's worth it. It's worth it because if we can like power everything off it, it's worth it. Oh, it's it'll be amazing if we can get this yeah. to work. What if like, we just had is... a small sun that we could keep under control? Well, think about this. Has hubris taught you nothing? <laughs> but think about the implications for even like space travel i know you can have this, I know. this sort of, oh you know. did you hear about the new rocket so there's a this is like a revolution in other news we're there anyways right in other news uh this is one off the top of my head um so we use chemical rockets now right so you have mm-hmm. a contained explosion that direction that it points you at gets you out of the earth's atmosphere right um and there's a rocket equation and whatever the payload is you have to have more and more fuel to move that payload through the atmosphere and into space um, escape the Earth's gravity. And there's yeah. uh, like there's a limit that we have. Like we can't mm-hmm. get a big ship. We can't get, you know, that's why we have to go assemble things in space, blah, blah, blah. What if they could have a um, some kind of a, like small chemical reaction or, man, maybe it's a, 
It's oh, a nuclear reaction. No, 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 no. So what they have is, um, so they use a chemical rocket to launch it out of space, and then the capsule has a um, a mirror or some, something that interacts with a laser directing at it from Earth. You're even talking about light sail. Is it? Is it like yeah. light sail? Okay. Uh, but this is brand new. This isn't an old thought. Well, so I think what you're talking so they're talking about using nuclear power. And so if you can get a small nuclear reactor in, in something like a satellite, because the problem with satellites is it, they're very slow to move and you can only put so much um, fuel on them to move them around. And so if you can get a nuclear reactor on a satellite, you have almost limitless energy and it can move much quicker. Um, so this would enable, say, China's trying to shoot down one of your satellites, you could you could move the satellite with a laser from earth, right? It doesn't See, have to, that's be what I'm saying. I'm talking about something different than like that. Okay. Say something different. So this is a rocket that you get out of there. That is interesting though, because I know what you're saying. And that's going to be an issue in the future with satellites needing to be more mobile yeah. uh, because they're not equipped that way now. Um, and if, but, especially if, if uh, let's say somebody wanted to take out your satellites, if they can't predict where they're going to be at any given time, cause you're just moving it all the time. Um, then that makes them a lot more, uh, sustainable right right um however back to this one so you get this rocket you get this capsule out of the earth's atmosphere and if they direct a laser onto it that laser can cause a reaction that creates propulsion on that uh on that on that like surface that is the theory of light yeah. sails, yes and and but like manned manned craft um and you can get these going up to i think 18 miles a second and the only problem is stopping yeah you can't stop so they'll be entering <laughs> mars's atmosphere at like 17 miles per second and it's just like it's not going to work so but what they can do is get one well, of these they lasers orbit, into though, they could scrub speed right i don't think they can go that slow that's the problem too much uh, okay. heat probably um the if they can land like a first slow craft to mars can build a laser station from there they can reflect it and try to slow it down uh -huh. so we'll see or they could flip the rocket around like with one of them SpaceX machines. Ooh, SpaceX machines. Sounds like I said SpaceX machines, right? It did sound like it, yeah. No, no, I'm <laughs> Show title. Uh, yeah, probably. So, you know what? I'll hear it. Um, do you want to just go into media or do yeah. you want to talk about that Bob Saget thing? Oh! We should talk about the Bob Saget thing, right? Yeah. Let's see if I can get her on. Babe! Damn it. She says she's in bed. Uh, okay. Can you tell the Bob Saget story? Do you want to tell the Bob Saget story? Okay. She doesn't want to. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I can't read it because it's on the near. Wait, I can. Uh, okay. So Saturday morning, Sunday morning, Natasha is like, she won't stop talking about this Bob Saget article that she read in the New York Times. And, and mm -hmm. it basically insinuates that he, according to an autopsy, the family didn't care kind of what the autopsy result was. They weren't like, they, they were like, look, our dad's dead, basically. They're right. Like, you know. And it wasn't like a drug overdose. Right. We know that. Right. Um, and the, according to the coroner or the, uh, the, the mortician, we'll go with that. Who does the autopsy? He's probably a coroner. <laughs> mortician. It depends on, it actually depends. Out. Really? Yeah, it's actually kind of a big deal. Okay. Um, well, this wasn't this, this wasn't like the um, you know the the family went out and hired a right, coroner. Right. This was you know the where chief medical examiner. There we go. 
Um, and they said that his injury looked like he was hit in the back of the head by a bat or fell 30 feet. Like it didn't, didn't, it didn't look like anything that could have happened just from falling over. Like you shouldn't have generated that force. His, the back of his head was where the injury was and mm-hmm. the front of his head had fractures like around the orbital socket. Really bad fractures. And it's not the kind of like where you might just, you, maybe you take a spill, you fall, whatever. And then you just like, Oh, I'm going to go to bed and kind of try to sleep this off. Yeah. It's going to be okay. This is like severe, like really bad. Um, it, it, there's really no explanation for it. It doesn't make any sense. And there's no bizarre. resolution to it. That's there I, is no. I don't like this story. Yeah, the uh, the doctor said uh, this is something I find with someone with a baseball bat to the head or who has fallen from twenty to thirty feet. Again, to your point. Um, so is that he's, he's, is that taken out of context to mean that that's only what that is? Like, could it also have been ten feet? Not that he's ten feet tall. I don't. Know. I mean, I'm sure there's different ways that you could crack your skull and, and kill yourself or damage your, you know, fracture your orbital socket, etc. Um, it just seems odd that this, this much trauma to be, to happen just accidentally just seems. What if he was having like a dance party by himself and he was just like whipping his head around and he happened to like aggressively hit his head in a manner. Like a one man mosh pit. That would like, really confuse everyone that it would ever look into that story <laughs> that's true and like Can you that's... see bob saget just jumping around like <laughs> listening to some death metal i, I don't probably, know maybe. probably not but yeah i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like there was a point in my life where he was like america's dad like white bill cosby and right. then uh hmm, you also find out that he tells very dirty jokes so uh i don't mean to make a one-to-one there rest in peace not quite this no no yeah, yeah. The but, aristocrats. But yeah, the aristocrats. So but like I feel like there was a time where like my opinion of him changed. So like now I'm like, I don't know, sure, maybe he has one man mosh pits. <laughs> Guess that makes as much sense as what I mean that makes as much sense as somebody hitting him in the head with a bat and leaving. Yeah. I mean the as you said there's really no closure here. We just yeah, it's I don't bothersome. Think we know I mean, and it's left to me to come up with scenarios like that. Uh what maybe are we talking the, about? Yeah. Maybe uh, they'll do a podcast on it, one of the New York Times I, or something. I actually was one of my first thoughts. I was like, man, this is going to be a whole series of podcasts. Yeah. Serial's going to get on that. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, okay, I got that song <laughs> in my head. Uh, let's get into what we've been into in our media diet, Alan. All right, so I watched some more Boba Fett. Uh, the season finale came out, I think, last week. I haven't made it to the season finale yet, oh. um, but I'm still enjoying the show. It's I, I will get there. It's it's good. I also am really close to finishing Termination Shock, the book we talked about yeah. last week. Um, I still really like it. Um, it's 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 very intriguing, especially the China stuff. I know, uh, and that's like, true to an extent. That line of I, actual control is a real definition. Yeah. That yeah, um, I didn't see that coming. The uh, which the, part? The guy, the storm, mm-hmm. yeah. the storm that he predicted, and yeah. then like, yeah, how he yeah. was able to predict it yep. without any spoilers. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, not it see starts that moving. Coming at it all. really starts moving after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, interesting stuff. Good recommendation. Thanks. Yeah, I I like that book a lot. I look forward to that being a movie. I hope so. Uh, fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, you know that's true too. But I don't know. I like looking at things. <laughs> on the subject of looks i saw a movie last night called last looks which i loved um it was it felt like the big lebowski so what kind of movie is that like neo-noir sure is modern modern noir i guess kind of but also um 
humorous. I don't know if neo noir is a category. I, I'm not familiar. With I'll it, but tell it you right. what gets called neo noir that I didn't like. It was called Nightmare Alley, and and Last Looks was able to accomplish what Nightmare Alley couldn't. So let me talk about Nightmare Alley really quick. Uh, it's I believe on um, HBO. Okay. So you can watch it for free, and I think you might like it, Alan, because I fell asleep. But um, <laughs> the, the you know it takes it's a two and a hour two and a half hour movie. It takes two hours to get to the point of it, and in the last half hour, I suppose it's good. But like I said, I couldn't stay awake for the first much of it. Um, you know, it's got the film noir thing, and they call it neo noir. It's a remake of a '40s movie with the same name, Nightmare Alley. A um, lot of lot of big name actors in. I can't remember them right now. Um, the you know it's always going to be a woman that does the double cross. It's just a matter of which one, right? Mm-hmm. So in that way, like it kind of hits all the notes you want. But um, you know, I just can't watch things after nine p.m. That if they pace <laughs> like that, I just go straight to bed. But okay. I didn't fall asleep during Last Looks. Last Looks was great. It accomplished it. It did the Big Lebowski feel. Um, it's not a perfect movie, but it doesn't deserve the three and a half stars it has. It's I think it's a four. Um, it's a lot what of platform? fun. Uh, shit. You got to buy it. It's on Amazon. You got to rent it. Um, okay. but it was like six ninety nine. Who's in it? Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, okay. Um, I like him. The girl from Deadpool that pegs Deadpool. That chick. <laughs> okay. Um, the, who else? Uh, what else is she in? She was in Homeland. She was, uh, the redhead guy's wife. Uh, got it. Okay. Yeah. And oh, a lot of other people, but uh, those are the main character. Well, she's in like two scenes, um, but she's one of the main characters. It so, came out pretty recently. Yeah. So it's kind of like a guy that gets, get, uh, gets wrapped up into a private detective scenario that he doesn't want to and dragged into scenarios where a lot of people are assuming, you know, wrong about who he is and what his intentions are. And he has to play one side against the other while he's being played against by all the sides. So. It's a lot of fun. If you, I mean, I, I, I'd recommend it. It was a lot of fun. It's not it a perfect like I might movie. I like both of fun. those. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, I, I think one it. does the attempt better than the other. Clearly trying to do, do two different things, but Nightmare Alley was just so sleepy. Let me know if I'm wrong. I'll go back and watch it again. It's free. Okay. I'll All watch right. it. Uh, are you ready for America's favorite segment? It's Teddy Time. So yes, I'm ready. I have to ask you, should we rename Teddy Time to TED Talks or keep it as Teddy Time? <laughs> We might get a cease and desist. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I would like our show to get popular. Uh, So, okay, let's not do that. Uh, All right, so, Alan, I'm going to unhighlight this while you tell America what the... uh, The game is. So every week I get three quotes. Two are by Noam Chomsky, and one is by Ted Kaczynski. And I have to figure out which one's Teddy. All right, let's see if this first one is the Teddy, Alan. All right, so quote number one neoliberal doctrine struck another blow introducing business measures of efficiency just on time service with no fat in the system any disruption and the system collapses okay here's number two quote number two people do not consciously and rationally choose the form of their society societies develop through processes of social evolution that are not under rational human control Number three. Quote number three. Either the general population will take control of its own destiny and will concern itself with community interests guided by values of solidarity, sympathy, and concern for others, or alternatively, there will be no destiny for anyone to control. Wow. Okay. I gave you some good ones. 
You did give me some I was good excited ones. about this one. Am I wrong? Was there one that gave any away? No, I don't think so. Oh, man. Uh, the, I'm leaning against the first one. Um, just on time service with no fat in the system seems like a more modern Chomps- yeah more modern and more chomsky sort well of keep in mind sometimes these quotes will come from letters he's written since he's been in prison so it's not all 1994 ted sure yeah understood um uh, people do not consciously and rationally choose their form of their society man i'm i really like that one as a as the teddy but that could also definitely be chomsky and then this last one i feel like that one really could be teddy too but Concern itself with community interests guided by values of solidarity, sympathy, and concern for others. Alternatively, man. Okay. I am going to lock in my choice here. Um, I'm going to go with number three is Teddy. Number three is Teddy? Yeah. I'm a bad poker player. Damn it! I'm smiling the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so was it number two then? It was number two. Oh. I was so close. Yeah, the Teddy was people do not consciously and rationally choose the form of their society. Societies developed through the process of social evolution, blah, blah, blah. But I put system twice in the quote before that. I'm glad that didn't distract you, Alan. No, it did not. You got to run out of system quotes because yeah. I typed in Noam Chomsky <laughs> system in quotes. Is that how you do it? Yeah, and so many of them don't sound wild and, you know, I live in the mm. woodsy. So, I was very close to picking the second one. I just I felt like tell. that last one. Yeah. I was doing a big. I was doing a big job. That's it. I'm gonna stick with it. I was doing a big job to not put my cursor over it. I was like, no, <laughs> he'll know if I'm going to that. All right. I don't have another quote for then. So. Oh, um, I do. I have a question for you. I just have a oh. question for you. Okay. Uh, how do you suppose they came up with the word suppository? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I like that you used suppose in the question. Yeah, you noticed that. Yeah, um, that's a. Uh, is it related to supine in some way? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was like suppose more. So there's like some asshole walking around town being like, "Oh, I suppose I'll do this. Oh, I suppose I'll do that." And everybody just calling the county asshole. And then finally, they're like, you know, it's the suppository. <laughs> it's like I like know, it. It's like Maybe. a John Association toilet. I'll thing. take it. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, you I'll will. Take... All right, now this has been real. <laughs> You have a good show. It's been fun. No No offense. No, none at all taken. Drive safe, sir. Cheers. Yeah, this is... I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. (laughs) Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. God bless the United States. Now this is... Podcasting.